Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hello, hello, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season 11, episode 292. I'm Sanjay Park. And I'm Adam Walker. And normally we don't title an episode until we've actually recorded the episode. But I'm gonna, <laughs> the working title of this episode is What Thread Are You On? Uh, that's, that's what we're going to go with. We're going to talk about threads. We're going to talk about Twitter. I'm going to apologize in advance for how much we're going to talk about threads and Twitter. Uh, if you don't like threads and Twitter, just skip to about minute 10, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, it's like it's probably yeah. going to be half the episode. Yeah. And then later, we're going to talk about like flying cars and Apple's market cap. But then you're going to cool talk about it again later on. So you, I you, am, might, just, I mean, you might want yeah. to just skip this entire episode. <clears throat> if you don't care about social media, uh, just hit delete and go, yeah, just, just go, go on with life. Go listen to some... I don't even know. So listen right, to let's, birds tweet. Let's uh, but, let's jump in on uh, the app. To start with, I've got three threads articles. I'm just going to lump them all together. We're going to talk all about them, and then we'll we'll lump together the Twitter articles. Lump so away. three three articles. Uh, article one: Threads Instagram's quote Twitter killer has arrived. Article two: Threads Instagram's Twitter competitor is expected June sixth. That actually launched on June fifth in yep. the U.S. If you weren't paying attention, and last one: Twitter com- Twitter competitor Threads won't let you delete your account unless you also delete Instagram, which is just a good thing to know in general. Um, well, let's start <laughs> out. Uh, Sanjay, I, I logged into threads. I got on there. I was very excited. I was like, I yeah. beat Sanjay to this social platform. I'm amazing. And the first thread that I saw at the very top is you saying that uh, you did not like eating a chocolate-covered grape. And I think you said, do not recommend. That was the thing. So do not uh, recommend, first of yeah. all, why don't you recommend a chocolate grape? And second of all, what are you thinking about threads so far? So, um, okay. So uh, the chocolate covered grape, uh, because it's gross. Okay. Uh, I don't know reason. why this exists as a thing. Yep. We were actually in Kentucky. We stopped at old Kentucky chocolates and they were like, oh yes, this is one of our, so they had chocolate covered uh, uh, chips. Those yep. are very good. Pringles covered yeah, with uh, chocolate and caramel. Yep. Yes. But grapes. No, that is a a hard no for me right there. And so I happen to be in the car and we have multiple drivers now. So I am not required to drive all the time, which is a beautiful thing. And so I was scrolling through the news and I saw, oh, it's available. It's available. It took me forever to find it because interestingly, on the Android store, they didn't publish it under Meta. Which right. is where I was searching for it. Right. It was published under Instagram. Yeah, it took me forever to find it too. And I want to talk about that. They didn't publish it under Meta or under Facebook. They published it with Instagram as the author, which to me is a very telling thing about where Meta is headed as a business. Right. Mm-hmm. So I finally found it and I was like, okay, let me, I figured we were going to talk about it. Let me boot it up. Let me yeah. add it, and let's see what what all the hubbub is about. Right. Um, so I I gotta ask you. Uh, so I am. So if you go to your Instagram profile, okay, there is a little thing that says you know it's got the little thread icon and then a number. That number then links to your thread profile. Okay. But it tells you what number user you are, I believe, oh. because uh, Mark Zuckerberg is one, of course. Of course, yeah. Nerd. Uh, okay. So I am one million. 29,876. Oh man, you are so far ahead of me. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I'm 4,103,945. Wow. You just dominated me. Like made made me look, I mean, just pathetic. I mean, just. (laughs) So I had like. I don't even know why I'm talking anymore. I had like 30 minutes ahead of you because they signed up. I think, what was it? It was like 2 million people 
for threads inside yeah. of the first two hours or something like that. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's fast. Um, so yeah. I, I have like a lot of mixed emotions about it. First of all, I lost my first user, you know, first yeah. name, username, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I have yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. So my username, if you want to look so, me up, is Sanjay underscore Parek. It's better for me. I actually have my name on there. So like my my username on Instagram and on threads is actually, it's just Adam Walker, which is like, that's oh, really? it's great. Yeah, it's great for me. It's like a much better username. With, with no underscore, no, like it's just your I, whole I'm pretty, name. I, I'm going to double check. I'm pretty sure it's just straight Adam Walker. Like that's it. Okay. Because yep, Sanjay, Sanjay Park with no underscore was not available when I signed mm. up for Instagram, whenever it was decades ago, I feel like. Yeah. So, so there's a couple of things that I, I think, um, this is clearly a very rough beta because yeah. there is no timeline of just the people you follow. It right. is like it's an a, algorithm in, in mass, just like all kinds of garbage when yeah. you start up. Which I kind of understand as a principle, because when you start the app and there's nothing there, you're like, this is awful. Well, no, I, I had a different experience, though. I started in like I was I just went ahead and followed the same people I followed from Instagram because I could just follow the same people. Right. So I did that. And like my feed was immediately filled with like all pretty much all people that I knew and like that followed and like it was pretty good. That's because you were user 4 million and I was 1 million and oh. the people that I follow weren't there yet. Oh, that <laughs> may be, that's probably what it is. You're right. Yeah, that's right. I didn't think when, about that. Okay. So when I actually joined, I think there were only three or four people that I follow on Instagram that actually had mm, accounts. Got so it. the, and got then, it. I don't think any of them had, had threaded, threaded, threat, threat, twit, uh, strung, strung, <laughs> stringy. I don't know. Oh, None man. of them had stringied yet. Posted, posted, posted. Str posted stringied. Posted, I'm going to go posted. with stringied. Stringied? Uh, okay. Stringied, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. None of them had stringied yet, so I, yeah. I had really nothing there other yeah. than this random garbage stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, it's kind of a, a weird thing. The other thing that I think is interesting is that they have, that they have committed to using this as part of the Fediverse so that in the future, yeah. you would be able to move away from uh, threads and move to a different server on the Mastodon, I guess, uh, network, mm -hmm. okay. which I, I think that's interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. So we'll see where it goes. I don't know. I think it's been long enough for me of a break since I've been on Twitter that yeah. I don't know if this is going to take for me fully. Yeah. Like I might like every now and then I think of like, Oh, I wish there was a place that I could post same. this. And same. I, yeah. So then I'm just like, eh, no, and it's not a good doesn't Facebook matter. Post. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Same, same. Yeah. So, so like, uh, so I, I thought all the same things I did like the, like the commenting functionality is a little different from yeah. Twitter's. And I like that much better. Like it seems yeah. so much cleaner because like the whole like way on Twitter that like when you're at replying people and like they end up in these weird long threads and it gets, it just right. gets so messy. It's, it's just very hard to follow. So yep. I thought that was actually much better done. I thought the user experience overall was actually really good. Um, yeah. And, and I, I really like the design actually on the app better than the Twitter design. Um, you can do the quote thread thing and, and, and repost that. I did that, I think, with yours. Yep. And then you could do like reply. Or you couldn't do, I don't think you could do replies to people quite the same. Uh, but anyway, yeah. it was, it was, I liked, I liked a lot of the functionality better. Essentially. Yeah. The one yeah. problem with the quote reply thing is, is that then your quote reply did not show up in that tab of mentions for me. Oh, so I had to okay. stumble upon the fact that, because I didn't know you were on. Uh, oh, and so it wasn't, it wasn't obvious. So a bug there. Yet. I'm okay. sure that's going to get fixed at some point. The other thing so, that I do like is that the replies are collapsed 
um, oh, when yeah. you're looking at yeah. all of them. So if it's yeah. not somebody you follow, then all of those replies are collapsed. So, you know, I like hit threads that had, you know, 1500 replies, but they weren't expanded. So I didn't have to yeah. like, scroll through all of that garbage. Right. right. Um, yeah. 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 I could just yeah. skip over it pretty quickly. I think Twitter kind of does it the same way too. Yeah. But um, sometimes some replies are expanded. So yeah. anyways, it's interesting if you're jonesing for something Maybe. I like it. I like it as because like Facebook is closed. Like you're, you're only your friends yeah. see your stuff. Really, it's a very closed environment. Right. I like it as an open environment where you can, you know, a random stranger can follow you. You can follow a random stranger and still be to some degree, you know, strangers to one another. Um, but it's but it can be. It, it's much. It, it has much more flexibility than Instagram does or than than TikTok does. And so I really like that about it. I don't like that it's owned by Meta. I do think right. the fact that they made it threads by Instagram and they tied it specifically to your Instagram account, not to your Facebook account, is incredibly telling. And I think they realized that Facebook is on a severe decline based on, yeah. on that fact alone. One other interesting note, uh, Mark Zuckerberg has a Twitter account. Uh, if you don't know that, it's Finked, F-I-N-K-D. The last time he posted was January 18th, 2012. Uh, and that was basically like, hey, help me defend Facebook against Congress. Um, he posted yesterday uh, and it wasn't any text. It was just the meme of the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Uh, <laughs> that's all he posted uh, from like, you know, so he was oh. quiet for whatever it is, 11 years. And then oh he my gosh. that. Basically announcing threads well, and that's it, it. And I saw another article that we didn't tag, but but uh, that apparently Twitter is threatening to sue. Uh, yeah, over, I over saw the, that too. But so I don't, but, I'll have to read more about that. What is the principle? That. Like, what is, what is the justification of why they would sue? I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a copy, but I mean, it's like, it's not, it's not like they patented the concept of like short quotable stuff. I mean, like, I don't right. know what they what they could be infringing on. So I don't, but speaking of Twitter, I mean, we, we should, we should oh, gosh. move on a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk about this, but we have to. All right, go. Yeah. Just uh, Twitter is painful. So, this is like, Hey, let me do a lot of damage to myself and then yeah. uh, open up an opportunity for a competitor to launch at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Twitter isn't showing tweets unless you're logged in, which now I think is undone, but maybe right. it's not undone. I was uh, super done. But yeah. let me also do a couple more here. Oh yeah. Do them all. Just go yeah. Them okay. Twitter's apps are breaking following Elon Musk's decision to cap tweet rates, which means and Twitter rates, rates limits yeah. even dumber than we thought. Reddit winning continues, which I don't think is true. Um, let me yeah. just go ahead and do the last ones because we'll talk about Twitter and then Reddit too. Yeah, uh, the sure. Reddit moderators who coordinated many celebrity AMAs, Ask Me Anythings, yep. will no longer do so. Yeah. Uh, so there was also another article. Again, I don't think we tagged this because there's so many. Um, there was an analysis of why. So Elon Musk said, hey, we're getting like massively bombed and people are scraping all the content and everything else like that. Uh, sure. And then somebody went in and like, oh, it looks like you are self inflicting a denial of service attack on yourself because your website is poorly designed and you've taken away a lot of the resources on back end and it's trying to fetch a bunch of stuff that is not available and then basically you're DDoSing yourself. Congratulations. I read that article and I saw that it was they were DDoSing themselves. I thought, oh, that's just, that's perfect. Yes, thank you. That's what I needed for the day. That was amazing. 
So yeah. yeah. So because of that, because they didn't know what they were doing and not realizing it was uh, <laughs> the killer is inside the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they yeah. decided to um, limit the amount of tweets that people could look at in a day and right. then also block those, uh, you know, not logged in users. So that means everybody who has quoted tweets, embedded tweets in the past inside of their articles, uh, there are the Just tweets were went gone, away. Just right? gone. Um, yeah. So yet again, a reason why you should maybe consider screenshotting stuff because people do delete things and websites do go away and things do disappear over time True. Um, or people do make bad decisions with their lives and destroy parts of the internet. Um, Yeah. There you go. Like, you know, like Reddit's decision that uh, has pissed off a whole bunch of people, which I assume is why the moderators have decided to stop doing the celebrity AMAs that bring an insane amount of traffic to Reddit because... Yeah. They're pissed off at Reddit, essentially, right? Is well, that, is that part of it is, is like, look, if you're going to raise the rates and make all this money off of all the people that have helped build you to this thing, well, then you don't need us to do this job for free. Oh, interesting. You should be able to pay somebody to do this job. Oh, so okay. Yeah. I, I think the point they're all, making they're all is... volunteer-based, right? I mean, that was a huge volunteer base. We spent a lot of time doing exactly. this. Exactly. Bill Gates did 11 AMAs, which brings an insane amount of traffic, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I think the point is, is just like Wikipedia, these systems don't work unless you have a large moderator group that manages mm. these things. Yeah. Normally, if you're a, a, a for-profit company like Reddit, you have to pay for that. And it's very, very expensive, right? So right. see what Facebook and Twitter in the past has had to do um, to deal with uh, all of these kinds of issues. Reddit has grown because it's volunteers. Same yeah. thing as Wikipedia, right? Yeah. People do it for free. And so that's why they're able to grow. And so um, I think a lot of these people feel like they have been turned on uh, Mm. by Reddit because of this of this change. And so I will say that the Reddit moderators for the AMAs um, did not participate in the blackouts that happened before and, you know, taking their subreddits private. But this is basically they just came around and said, like, yeah, yeah, uh, we don't need to do this for free. We're done. Yeah, I get it. All right, next up, a flying car that can also drive on the road was approved for testing. So, all right. Okay, when are you getting this and when are you going to ride in one? We've been talking about you getting into a flying car since like episode one. I I, I need to have So getting this, uh, interestingly enough, like, so I I watched the video of the guy, like, I I assume he's like the leader of the company or whatever, kind of like demoing and whatever. And a couple couple things struck me. Number one, audio was so bad. Like, how do you, how are you making a flying car (laughs) And the audio that you're recording for the announcement of the flying car is this bad. Like, come on, like invest in some AV. Okay. First of all, second, it's hard uh, to trust you uh, to build a flying car. I I really mean that. It really is hard. Yeah. Secondly, uh, did, did you look at the video of like how the car is going to function, how it's going to work? No, I actually didn't watch the video. So let me, let me try to describe this for you and for the viewers. So don't watch it yet. Let me see if I can describe it effectively here. So, so imagine that uh, you're sitting in a car and imagine it's a, a two-seater car, okay? So it's a it's a two-seater car. And when you're driving the car, you're in the two seats and you're facing forward, you're facing over the hood and it's just a normal car. You drive the car. Inside of the car uh, apparently are propellers. And so when you are ready to lift off, you're, you, let's, let's say I'm the driver. I would turn... Uh, 45 or I would turn 90 degrees and face the the left side so dr- face the, the my driver's side window okay and then the car would lift off vertically go straight up in the air yeah and then as it moves forward 
the entire car rotates around me and the whole body of the car becomes an airfoil that's horizontal and it basically becomes one giant wing and I'm in the middle of the wing. So I'm not facing the nose of the car. I'm, I'm facing out the driver's side window, which really then rotated to become more like looking out the sunroof. Like that's kind of like what I'm doing at that point. Like it, it's a wild concept. I, and apparently this car will drive like 200. It's all, all electric. It'll drive 200 kilometers. I think it'll fly a hundred kilometers and like, and they've got approval to test it. Like it's a, like, this isn't like, there's no wing folding out of this. Like every other flying car has like wings folding out of it. Right. And all kinds of weird stuff. It is literally a car shape. And then it just flies, but it I, on its side somehow. I, it's, I don't understand how it flies on its side. It, Maybe the, I don't I mean, understand how airfoils work. He said the whole thing becomes its own airfoil basically. So I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it, but it's, it's a wild, wild concept. It's so later I, in that video, by the way. I, I, so I did start watching the video while yeah. you were talking. I, I muted it so I, I could listen to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were so many disco lights and flashing lights oh, when they introduced the car oh, the that intro. it makes me question the whole thing. It was like, like it was if like you, you were getting that many lights, it can't be good. It was like you were introducing Jay Z at a club. Like that's what it looked like <laughs> at the start. You know, <laughs> like, Jay Z and Fifty Cent had just was, rolled in. That's what it looked like. They just rolled in and like they were like they were like dudes in like sunglasses, like looking all serious <laughs> and like it's a <laughs> it was a very strange tech. And, and I'm gonna be unreal. honest. Like the guy that's speaking, I didn't hear him speak, but the yeah. guy that's speaking, he looks too cool to have developed a, yeah. uh, a technologically advanced well, uh, that, yeah, it, it, car. It, like it, you need somebody of, nerdy. Like yeah. I need somebody super Agreed. nerdy. Agreed. Yeah. To be introducing that. Car. But also I, I want to say most of the time he was talking, it looked like his eyes were closed. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I trust the dude that'll announce a flying car with his eyes closed. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about that either. So yeah, we're so close to being George Jetson. And yeah. I just feel like we're not there yet. It's a, it's a fascinating proposition, but anyway, it's a, I mean, listen, go to the show notes. Watch the video. It's it's fascinating. I have a hard time seeing this being you know mass produced anytime in the near future. But I love yeah. the idea. Let's let's do it. So, but the people that can buy George Jetson's cars are this company. Apple's mm -hmm. market cap reaches three trillion dollars. Now, okay, I, I don't. It wasn't don't that long that. ago that they reached a trillion dollars, and that was a huge deal. Like it wasn't yeah. that long ago. Now it's three. Oh and they God. touched three a while ago, just in interday trading. But now this is like a solid three. Oh, that's right? just wild. I, I don't even I, know what that means. I mean, it, well, numbers it, almost it, mean nothing to me now. And I'll point. tell you what, like e either, either the vision, you know, the, 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 the goggles are going to make it just go through the roof and everybody's going to go totally nuts or it's going to bust. Like one of the two. Yeah. I mean, it, the, it, the company it, won't bust. But it, the it, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's yeah. one of those two extremes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like that. Sure. But yeah, that, I think that's the, Thing when you're that size, you can take a risk on a product like that because they have so much yeah. other stuff. And they got so much cash in but the bank, it don't even matter. Here's an interesting thing. We actually had this discussion this last week um, while we were traveling. And uh, do you, you don't use Apple Music, do you? No. Mm -mm. Yeah. So I find that fascinating. Like I didn't realize that Apple users don't use Apple Music. And I actually saw an article that actually talked about this and how low Apple music was on the ranking of stuff. Very And low. I find that actually surprising because they're actually one of the first to popularize. They weren't the first to do a MP3 player, but yeah. they were the first to popularize it. Across. Well, so, I mean, so that was great. And the, the MP3 player was amazing. The iPod was amazing. That The whole store and ecosystem around that was amazing. But they were so far behind Spotify with Apple music 
that there was just not, I mean, I was already so entrenched in Spotify by that time that why would I ever move, you know? And like, right. And, and I think that's the problem is like, they were just way too late to the game. And I think, I mean, so, so similarly, right. So let's imagine for a second that Twitter did not tank over the last six months. Like, let's imagine Twitter was still running, still a public company, still doing really well. Oh, then, what a wonderful then, role that yeah, would be. Yeah, then Meta would have come out with threads and threads would have been an absolute dud. Yeah. But because Twitter is garbage, threads, now. I think, can be the next big thing. And I so, I mean, right. same, same thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I, Spotify's I think, crushed it. You know? I think you're right. I think these bad moves over the last six, eight months yeah. have absolutely opened up an opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I think anything that Apple gets into uh, is the same kind of thing, right? Like yeah. if they do have a big misstep, it, it opens up an opportunity and it delays them, right? Like if you remember back, you know, the the iPod and the the iPad were not their first kind of mobile digital devices. It was the Newton yeah. a long, long oh, yeah. time ago. Oh, yeah. And that actually came on the heels. Yeah. And that came on the heels of the Palm Pilot, which was a lot more successful. Yep. But they also did not continue to innovate to to maintain that because 3Com and then whoever it was, uh, it was was somebody else. And then it was 3Com. Um, had the Palm Pilot, they could have owned this market, like all well, the and BlackBerry too, and right? Else. I mean, BlackBerry yeah. didn't innovate yeah. either. You know, they couldn't get past themselves. They couldn't imagine a world without a physical keyboard. And then the iPhone comes along, and it's like, "Well, you're gone. See you later." You yeah. know, like you're done. You're it's all it's all over. So yeah. Anyway, all right. Next up, uh, the user repairable Fairphone Four is finally. Coming to the U.S., uh, yes. how long before you have one of these? That's what I want to know. Yes, I I think this is my next phone. Honestly, really, you're not uh, gonna. So you're 100%. not gonna go with Mickey. Mickey did the foldable Pixel. You're not going that route. You don't want a foldable phone. No, I want uh, this. Is look, it's six seventy nine for the mm-hmm. eight gigs of RAM and two hundred fifty six gigs of storage. Okay, it is a stripped down version of Android, mm-hmm. which is pro privacy. Yep. And you know I'm pro-privacy. I didn't, I didn't uh, know that about you. No, you didn't. I, I know this is new news for you. Uh, <laughs> it comes with a dual dual SIM support, a removable 3,905 milliamp battery, a okay. 48 megapixel main camera, a 48 megapixel ultra wide camera, and a 25 megapixel selfie camera. Dang. It is way impressive. better than the phone that I've got in my hand right now. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And then if I break something, I can fix it myself. Yeah, that's impressive. Like, like I, yeah. I, this is yes, and and part of the reason that I'm excited about this is I think it's important. They stated in the article as well is that look, we can't support Fairphone in the U.S., so they're partnering with somebody, and mm. they're going to look and see how demand is. If demand okay. is great enough, then they are going to expand their footprint. We'll get more access to stuff. So you know, you got to vote with your dollars. We talk about that all the time, right? You got to vote with your dollars. And if there's something you don't like, you don't buy that and right. uh, buy something else. And so this is something I like, and I am going to give it a try at I some point. I want to see it. Now, I'm not ready yet to get a new phone because mine, mine is still good. Right. But the minute it's time for me to upgrade, this is the one I'm going to do. And the family has already told me that uh, I have to be the one that's the guinea pig. That like, They're not going to tra- convert over. I got to be the one that does it because we're, we're a Samsung family. Everybody's right. got a Samsung phone. Um, so, I, you know, that's okay. All right. I can suck it up. So I, I think probably in like, I don't know, six, nine months or so. Yeah. It's probably the time frame that I'll I'll probably be like, yeah, maybe. It's and that'll be your tech rack. Phone. That'll be great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll see if it is. 
Awesome. Uh, or, or it's my tech not wreck. Uh, um, I mean, that's true too. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see we, you know, we've never done that. We've never done the anti-tech wreck side. Like, we probably should it. actually. Like, like, like don't you know, talk products. about yeah, products that we've had. They're like, nah, this is not. You should avoid this at all costs. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, but something hopefully we none of us avoids because all of us have access to it. And maybe it's not just one car company. Toyota announces solid state battery discovery that may let it catch up with Tesla faster. So I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, um, but they have reiterated this innovation and saying yeah. like, yeah, it's going to be cheap. It's going to be affordable. We're going to be able to get in cars. So yeah. they're doing a solid state battery that can get you up to, I think it's 500 miles of range using mm. like EPA testing standards. Like right. they did it with somebody else's stand, China standards, which was 745 miles, which is ridiculous. Um, but I think that's not real world. So right. 500 miles, but 500 miles is still a long way. Incredible. That is really, really fantastic. Um, and uh, it's got fast charging and like all of these things. The one thing I wonder about and they haven't talked about is I wonder how much safer it is in mm. terms of fires and thermal runaway, yeah. you know, yeah. all those kinds of things that have been an issue with some uh, electric vehicles. If it's yeah. better in that respect too, man, this could be a huge game changer. So mm. the other thing I think for listeners to know is like, there's some really interesting, and they're talking about this being in cars in like three years. Oh yeah. Yeah. Three or four yeah, years. Really soon. Yeah. Yeah. If amazing. you're on the verge of buying an electric vehicle right now, you might want to lease yeah. um, mm -hmm. and not buy something because the technology, the battery technology might be changing dramatically in the next yep. few years. Yeah, you might be sorry. Yeah, be careful. All right, and uh, last up before we're in Wacky, Firefox 115 can silently, remotely disable my extension on any site. Um, what? Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't like this. I'm sorry, uh, Wes. Uh, I'm sorry, no. what's happening here? I, 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 I'm, I don't like this. Uh, the, the, uh huh? I, I saw this article. I was like, what is happening? And I went through yeah. it and this person yeah. has gone through and analyzed the whole thing. Uh, and so there's a lot of details in here, but basically there's a setting coming where Mozilla can push websites that are like protected essentially and extensions that Mozilla doesn't approve of are then automatically disabled on those sites Oh, I, I don't like this. Like, and they're saying it, they're doing it in the name of security, right? So I guess you don't so, have certain extensions that work on like financial services sites or something like that. But right. I but the don't danger like is like what happens when Hulu says to Mozilla, Hey, disable all the ad blockers on our website. Yep. You know, like that's the, that's the scary part right there. Yeah, so I don't I, like that. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's it's kind of infringing on kind of user freedom too, to to a degree, right? Uh, which is yeah, that's uh, yeah. So like this that. is a little concerning, um, and I'm worried now that this might cause like a schism and people are like, yeah, we're doing a fork of Firefox mm. from here and yeah. we're ripping all that stuff out. Yeah, because that I I don't know, I just just leads to bad stuff when things like that happen. I will tell you there is a browser, a new browser that I'm tracking. I'm not ready to talk about it yet because it's actually not public. It hasn't been, I haven't tried it out yet, but yeah. there's a new one coming that might, you know, like we talked about before, if you're starting to mess up, it yeah. creates an opportunity for somebody else to have you, go into I that. Mean, it, 
Have you looked at Brave? Isn't Brave a privacy focused browser? Have you looked at that at all? Brave is, but it's built off of Chrome and Chromium. Oh, so it's it. not okay. like it. this this one that I'm talking about. It's, it's from the ground its up. It's own new engine mm. from the ground up, Got which that hasn't happened in quite some time because no, it is a pain to build yeah. a whole new engine. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable Snowman. Oh, not an axe <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. First up in Weird and Wacky, uh, and this is... I, kind of wacky i kind of love but, this but the fact i would that, do this so i i lived in tokyo for three months uh back in the 90s and i kind of understand this so yeah japan airlines will rent you clothes uh and this is a in parentheses parentheses it says bizarre sustainability initiative yeah so basically what they're saying is and, and i have a bone to pick with the article but what they're saying is japan airlines is saying like, look, you go to places and you, you have a hotel. So you're renting yeah. that place. You're, right. you're eating out at restaurants. You didn't bring all your food with you. Um, right. So, so you're buying that. So why not rent your clothes so that you don't have to pack all that? Of course, you still have to pack your underwear and your socks. That's right. a little bit too familiar. Uh, right. But everything else, uh, you can pick out a outfit and they'll ship it to you. And then you ship it back or something or, or you drop it off the hotel. Yeah, it's like um, waiting on your hotel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you're not having to take all that stuff to and from, you know, wherever you're coming from. And also, and, you don't have to do the laundry either. Right. <laughs> the other yeah. end. Well, and, and most importantly, uh, it, it reduces the amount of weight for the airlines, making right. them more, you know, carbon eco friendly. Right. So. Right. Like, I kind of love that idea. Like, I would totally do this. This is a yeah. widespread thing. That seems awesome. So here's the bone I have to pick with this article. So they they say like, oh, so, you know, like, is it really going to save anything? Like, let's say 5% of the people do this and they go through the numbers and the plane is 500,000 pounds and they do this math and it's like, oh, it's going to save these clothes, 10 pounds a person. It's going to save like 90 pounds. Like, that's right. nothing. I'm like, well, you didn't actually factor it all in because it's not just the weight of the clothes. It's also the weight of the suitcase on top yeah. of it, right? Because yeah. now you need a smaller suitcase or no yep. suitcase. Yep. Um, so you're, I'm like, my suitcase is not light. Uh, right. I mean, it's not heavy, but it's not light. Yeah. And yeah, maybe it starts at 5%, but these things always start small in the yeah, beginning. And if you small. don't start, yeah. then you're never going to get that traction at some point. So I, I want to tell a quick story. And, and this, I think, shows the sustainability in Japan that as an American, I didn't understand back in the 90s that I do now. So yeah, this was 96. I was living in, in Tokyo for three months. Uh, I went to the convenience store uh, with a guy, a Japanese guy that I was working with, and I was going to buy a Coke and a Snickers because I didn't understand any of the food there. I just gotten there. Like, this is too much. I got to buy a Coke and a Snickers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I understand what those food groups are. <laughs> <laughs> so the Cokes are there. There's three different sizes of Coke, right? There's this little like skinny Coke and small. Then there's like the average size Coke, which is what we would get basically in a vending machine. Yeah. And then there's like the super size Coke. So it's that one with like some bonus stuff. Right. And I looked at them and the prices looked like they were all the same for all three. And I was like, I told the guy, I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. It looks like they're all three the same price. And he goes, yeah, they are. And I was like, I, I don't understand. I this doesn't make any sense to me. He was like, Well, right. you buy the one based on how much you need to you want to drink. Like you, you know, you don't buy more uh, than what you need. I was yeah. like, but if I buy the small one and I'm still thirsty, then I have to pay again 
for some yeah. more. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. And he was right. like, no, but you know how much you want to drink. And so you buy the one and you know, the price is the same. And I was Interesting. like, mm, no, I'm an American. I'm going to buy the big one. I, I bought the big one. But yeah. now, like I look back at that and I'm like, yeah, you should buy the amount that you're thirsty you buy, and, yeah. and, and ignore yeah. the price. Right. And not, like optimize based on the price, optimize based on Thirst. what you need. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Japan has been ahead of us for a lot of these things. And yeah. I don't know, maybe we come back to this in like 10, 15 years and be like, man, they were onto something because now we don't ever take our clothes with us. Yeah. And we just rent them. I love that plan. All right. Well, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, traveling and going places, uh, NASA just locked four people in a fake Mars base for a year. So uh, they want to see. Because, you know, if, on a trip to Mars, people are going to be like in close quarters with one another for a very long period of time. So I want to see, like, how do people interact together when they're in this, you know, these confined spaces for a year and, and when they, you know, can't, uh, you know, they don't have internet access. They don't have uh, direct access to loved ones. I think they can communicate, but with a delay, like simulating the Mars delay, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, so like you can, you know, like send a message and then get a message back, like, I don't know, 40 minutes later or whatever else. I'm not sure. Um in the, in, in, in it, and it's all scientists that could conceivably be astronauts. Here's my beef with this. Locking four people into a confined space for a year is interesting. And it will tell you a few things about like what annoys people. But ultimately, like swap out one of those people and it's a completely different experiment. Swap right. out two of those people. Like it's like people are so profoundly unique and different. Like it seems like they're not going to learn a ton from this, but then, I mean, maybe it's a, I don't know, maybe they'll learn a little bit. Maybe it's a publicity stunt to some degree. It's interesting at least. So, I mean, why not? You know, here's the thing. We've already done this. Uh, there was biosphere two, which was a disaster uh, mm. where they like locked and like, there was so many issues with that thing. Like, the ants went out of control and then the, like the beetles were growing, you know, without limits and right. they, they had like some plants that were overtaking all the others and they had mm. to like call them. I, I, there was like so many things that went wrong in that thing. Right. Uh, yeah. And it was supposed to be a sealed like thing for, right. I don't know how a year more, more than right. a year. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, carbon dioxide is going up too much. We need to vent that and put more oxygen in. Like, it didn't work. And, yeah. and I don't know, like when you have that escape valve of stuff, like I, mm. it's not a true experiment, right? Like yeah. it's, it might teach you some things, but I think the real thing is when you boots on the ground in Mars and like, well, yeah, I mean, things in, in, go wrong. And the other thing is like the stressors are different too. Like there's the stress of like being isolated with, with three other people and not, not being in communication, but like, at least you're on earth. Like, you know, you, you right. know, you're going to you know, have something air. Goes really bad. Yeah. They're just like going to open the door and be like, yeah, let's food. get you to the hospital. Yeah. But so, I mean, it, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it, like I said, it's interesting to a small degree. So right. You know, right. Last up on weird and wacky giant kites could pull ships across the ocean and slash slash their carbon emissions. I feel like we talked a little bit about this before. This Maybe so. I mean, it's yeah, been around, it, but it's fascinating. fascinating. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like kite surfing, you know, like a kite that's like right. way up in the air. Um, but it's it's pulling us. It's higher up in the air where the winds are much stronger and it, it's pulling a ship. And so so two things. Um, one is. It, it also mentioned that the kite like goes in like a figure eight motion, that which somehow provides yeah. significantly more power, which I'd never thought about. But like, but like related to like kites 
having much stronger wind higher up. Like I learned this as a kid. So I would go to the <laughs> more than once. I, I took a big kite to the park with my mom and we let it out. We had like real long string and I let it out the entire <laughs> way. And I'm like, and like, she's like holding on to my waist and I'm like holding on to the kite, you know? And eventually it was so strong that the string snapped. String snapped. And yep. <laughs> it took the kite away. I'm yeah, like, I did. mean, I guess that could be like, if it's going to pull a child off the ground, like a small kite, maybe a big kite can pull a tanker or at least well, help pull a tanker. You know, thinking about that entirely. too, right? Remember when kites used to do those kind of like moves, like figure yeah. eight moves and stuff. They were yeah. a lot harder to hold on to yeah, than when true. it's just sitting there. So, so yeah. obviously that's a real thing. And I, yeah. I wonder how they figured that out or if it's know. just from doing kites. As a kid. Do kids do kites anymore? I, I, I mean, my kids I... have kites uh, and they'll go out from time to time and do them and then lose them almost immediately or they'll get stuck <laughs> in a tree or it's like they aren't, we, we're not in a big wide open space. Don't do a kite and they'll just do it anyway. Yeah. And then, it, you know, whatever it's, you, you know, there's actually an Indian festival that's around kite flying and then uh, cutting other people's kite strings. So they, they actually coat the kite strings yeah. with like uh, rough material uh, to actually cut the other kites. Like, and whoever's oh, left crazy. at the end is the winner. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That should be Indians a sport. Are crazy. I love that. Tech wreck, tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky. Tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. All right, Sanjay, it's tech wreck time. What do you have for us today? So my wreck is, it's an interesting wreck because it's an app but it's actually a service in real life, kind of. Okay. Um, not kind of, definitely. It, it's around food. So it's called Farmer's Fridge. And right. I'd seen this a long time ago, but I'd never gotten to use it. And now we've actually flown in and out of some airports that actually have this. So this is what it is. It's, it's the app Farmer's Fridge. You get it. You can actually select a vending machine near you mm -hmm. that has been recently stocked with fresh food. And I'm talking about like salads and meals and everything that are freshly made sitting stocked in that vending machine. You can pick what you want. You can look at the entire ingredients and everything, go and buy it. You open this thing up and, and like sustainable containers, you eat your meal. And I've had some really good salads out of this thing. Okay. And when you're done, you drop off the container back into the vending machine. They get reused and recycled and it is fantastic. So if you're ever stuck in an airport and this has happened now a few times in the last year, yeah. stuck in an airport after hours when all the stores are closed and there's no food to be bought. Yeah. These vending machines are just sitting there. Okay. Ready to dish out some fresh food for you, some healthy fresh food for you. I love um, that. So I, I don't think there are any here in Atlanta, unfortunately. Mm. They're up in the north and right. now I've seen it in multiple airports up north, but hopefully they're going to come our way because it is fantastic. And I actually... The link goes to the uh, app store and I'm looking at the ratings. It's a force force 4.0 rating, 175 ratings. So that should tell you that nice. It's pretty good. Um, Give it a go. It's pretty impressive. So check it out. It's really, really well done as a service. Um, it's a little bit of tech, uh, yeah. but a lot of bit of low tech food yeah. for your for, okay. you know, energy okay. for your body using okay. your, your, your app there. Um, right. What about you? What do you have for us this week, Adam? All right, so I'm going to call an audible. I was going to recommend Fred. But that's kind of a it's kind of a cop out tech wreck. So, uh, in order to provide value to our listeners, I'm actually going to change my recommendation on the fly. So, I'm going to recommend a service called 
TrueLink. The website is truelinkfinancial.com. So in the past, I've recommended Greenlight. Uh, so Greenlight yeah. card is a it's a prepaid debit card for my kids, and I can put money on it, and they can use that money to buy things, and I can limit their spending, and I have a lot of control over that card, and and I can see everything in the app and everything else. TrueLink is that for elderly folks uh, oh, or for awesome. people that are that are uh, that are less able to manage their finances, uh, like for adults that are less able to manage their finances. So so it, 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 it is a prepaid debit card. You can have an auto transfer money from a bank account. You can set limits. So like when the bank account or when the 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 TrueLink card level gets below a certain amount, it'll auto fund the card. But then you can also see where all the transactions are. It'll auto huh. block certain things. So like it'll auto block, like for example, like uh, gambling sites for, you know, it, it was just a, a weird example of it, but like or it'll block gambling fake sites. DMVs or uh, Nigerian yeah. princes. That yeah. Are so it'll, yeah. Money. it'll auto block stuff like that. So, so it's, a, it's, it's pretty well, I will say um, of the two comparing green light for kids and true link for adults. I do think green lights a little bit better. It's a, it's a little more refined. It's a little further mm-hmm. along in its product life cycle. But, yeah. uh, but TrueLink does do a pretty good job. And if you're looking, if there's like, you know, an adult in your life or an older person in your life that you need to sort of help uh, with finances and making sure they're not, not getting scammed or anything like that, uh, this is a really good solution to help support you with that. Oh, so, that's interesting. I've heard people look. use Greenlight for exactly this use case. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's features and, and function sets that don't exist there that you need for that that use case. So yeah, that's exactly. fantastic. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that's great. All right, Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me at my website, as always, sanjaypark.com, but maybe for a little while they can find me on threads at sanjay underscore park. And I've stringified, stringied, stringied? I, don't, I forgot the word now. I've stringied twice, I think. I got I get a stringy today. I'm going to do that on the you're, way. You're going to gonna stringy later I'm on today? Okay. Later. Yeah. Okay, I, I might restringy your stringy then <laughs> and, and then pluck it. Is that is that a pluck? If you restringy the string, uh, now we're getting all into the semantics here. I don't know. I'm, I'm lost. I'm, I lost I'm gonna it. Pluck. I lost it. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. pluck later on today. Yeah. What about you, Adam? Yeah. Where can we find you? Plucking. Uh, you get look. You can find me on Threads at Adam Walker. That's my. It's just Adam Walker. Just all together. You're trying to be all uh, fancy. You know, no yeah, underscores or amazing. anything. There's no underscores. None of that stuff. Uh, also, on my website adamjwalker.com. Uh, sign up for my newsletter and uh, check out all the stuff there. That'll be great. Doo-doo-doo!